Hey everyone. So um, this is going to be a very different episode of this podcast in that it's a solo episode. I've only done one of those before. Now, the thing is, is I was about to go live in a Facebook group I have for physicians and it hit me that I was about to do something like a complex financial planning concept, um, corporate tax advantage strategies that I was talking to. a um, Someone had booked a meeting with me the other day and I was helping them sort it all out. And I just love explaining that sort of stuff. But it hit me on the way home this evening, I was driving home from Pickleball and it hit me that there was something much more fundamental that I could be talking about. I'll also talk about that other thing in the future, but really something really hit me. And that is that, you know, a lot of physicians I find think that everyone else has it figured out, but them. And I find that behind closed doors, what I sense is a fair amount of judgment around not having it all figured out, not knowing whether they're doing the right thing or not. And I'm here to tell you, and the whole purpose of this episode is, if you're feeling that way, you are not alone. I have results of a survey that I'm going to share in a minute that will tell you that you are not alone. Uh, And yeah, so this episode is for you. And one of the things that made me think about this was I um, was listening to a song from an artist I really love, and he said something that really resonated with me. And it made me think of people, physicians I meet who have questions about their finances, and you're wondering if you're making the right decisions around paying down debt versus investing, making the most of your corporation, or you hear about these advanced tax investment or insurance concepts, and you're just not sure if they'd make a difference in your life. And you just wish you understood it all and wish you could figure out what makes sense. You're not alone. You're not at all alone. And so the song that it's by George Ezra, an artist that I really like right now, uh, you should give a listen. His famous songs are uh, Budapest and Green Green Grass. And um, at least I think that's the name of the song. Maybe it's Tiger Lily. Anyways, he has a song and one of the lyrics in that song are, and I'm going to try not to sing it, but just say it, is he says, uh, what a terrible time to be alive if you're prone to overthinking. And what a terrible time to be alive if you're prone to second guessing. And I really love that because it's a life lesson, that lyric. But when it comes to overthinking and second guessing, I really do believe that finances is one of those places where it's really easy to get into information overload and analysis paralysis. And I'm here to tell you that more information might not be what's actually going to make a difference in your life. I'm going to share my own story. So go back like 15 years before I became an advisor, I was really determined to figure out investing and trading. And I was reading books about how to calculate, you know, price to earnings ratio for companies and like read the, you know, the scrolling numbers on the boards and like log into my finance every day, um, you know, my tracker of stocks and whatnot. And I wanted to get really good at that. So I read tons of books. Uh, I was always consuming content, like more and more content. And, um, but I never felt like I was really figuring it all out, partially because there were so many conflicting opinions about what to do. And partially because I just always felt like there was more to understand. And then I became an advisor and I started to first off understand a lot of stuff because that was my day job to kind of figure out all this stuff, understand it really well. So that helped. And then I worked with enough people over the years that I got to understand like what is really important and what can I you know, discard quickly with people. So when I'm talking to someone, you know, I've done this enough enough times and I've done it for long enough to know, like I can meet with someone and understand, you know, I have ways of figuring out quickly what's going to make sense for them, what's not going to make sense for them. And by that, I mean, I can discard certain things. At the end of the day, the way that I do my, I do things now is I do fee-based planning. So I understand someone's exact situation, which also helps eliminate information overload and analysis paralysis because as 
there may be a lot of advanced things. And I'm going to start throwing out a lot of acronyms there, like the IPP, the PPP, you know, TFSAs, RSPs, corporate uh, strategies, tax loss harvesting, um, capital gains stripping, um, what else? IFA, uh, IRP, you know, there's just so many things out there, but like when I do a plan for someone, I can figure out what actually makes sense in their situation. It helps with information overload because there might be people out there for which any given one of those things makes sense. But once I dive into someone's specific inf- situation, I can figure out what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. Now, um, so fast forward, I'm now, I now like, you know, there's not really new things that people are going to show me that I can't really categorize. You know, when a new concept comes out or someone brings one to me, it's not like I'm, I'm like blown away by this whole new thing that I'd never heard of. It's like, yeah, I, I, this fits in somewhere inside of the realm of things I already understand and I can help people figure out if it makes sense or not. And so one of the reasons why, you know, I really, my my real urge to people, if you're if you're out there and you are consuming information, if you're gathering more and more information, like information is great, but I used to be a teacher and there's a thing called Bloom's Taxonomy and you can look it up and information is like they're, they're basically Bloom's Taxonomy talks about levels of, of um, understanding. And so knowledge is like the lowest of all of them. It's information and it's important. Like knowledge is important. I'm really glad that Miss Bennett in grade for forced me to learn my times tables by heart because it makes my life a lot easier that I can multiply, you know, by heart. So it's important. But the next level is comprehension, where you're understanding, translating, summarizing. The next is application, where you're actually applying the knowledge. And then it's analysis and then synthesis and evaluation. So synthesis and evaluation are when you actually start applying it to your life. And so for me, more information isn't always going to move the needle for people. And so the survey I'm talking about is I put a survey out there to physicians because I wanted to know I did it basically because I was creating a course and I wanted to know how to what what items to put in this course. But I also gathered some very inf- interesting information about how confident people are that they're doing the right thing with their finances. And so I'm going to share that so that you also can see that you're not alone. So basically, I asked people, one of the questions I asked was, here, let me find it here. I asked people when it comes to, um, if you are incorporated, I asked, how confident are you? That, we're, that you are using the corporate structure to the fullest when it comes to tax planning and retirement savings. And the answers, the options were not at all confident, somewhat confident, very confident, or extremely confident. Only 8% of people answered that they were extremely confident. So between not, so not confident was 30%. 30% of people said, I'm not confident. 53% of people said, I'm somewhat confident. So 83% of people that answered, of physicians answered, we're either not at all confident that they're using their corporation effectively, or they're only somewhat confident that they're using their corporation effectively. So if you if you um, identify with these statements, you are not alone. If you're not confident, you know there might be as many as 30% of your colleagues that feel the same way. If you're only somewhat confident, there might be as many as 50% of your colleagues. If you're only, you know, so that's, that's a majority here um, from the survey results. And then the next one is um, I asked people, um, you know, how they felt here. Let me actually find the exact question. The exact question was, which best describes your feelings towards financial planning? So one of the questions, so one of the options was, I got it. I love spending time figuring it all out. It's amazing. The next one was, I want someone to do it for me, but I don't know who to trust. The next one was, I find it all very confusing and I don't know where to start. And the last one was, I've got an advisor I trust that understands my goals and has mapped out how I will reach them. 
So of the people who said, I've got it and I love figuring out my options, 32% said that. I want someone to do it for me, but don't know who to trust. 28% of people said that. I find it all very confusing and I don't know where to start. 32% said that. And I've got an advisor who understands my goals and has mapped it out, 9%. So of the physicians who answered, 60% of them either wanted someone to do it for them, but didn't know who to trust, or they found it all very confusing and didn't know where to start. So if you are in that boat, you're not alone. Now, the question is what to do next. So what I believe when it comes to accumulating information and knowledge, I think it's a good idea for people to kind of draw a line of when is it enough and then to start taking action. And hiring advisor isn't the action that everyone's going to take. But if at the end of the day, you're sitting there and maybe you've heard my stuff, maybe you're on my email list and maybe you're um, you know, in my Facebook group and, you're, and maybe you've looked at my website and you've been like, oh man, maybe I should book a call with Galen. I'm going to say like, maybe you should. If you do want to hire an advisor who's fee-based from whom you don't have to buy a product to get advice, then it might be a good idea to have a conversation. So if you'd like to have a conversation, click on the link wherever you found, wherever you're listening to this or watching this, book a time that works for you and we'll have a conversation. And if the time isn't right for a plan for you, I'll tell you and I'll help you figure out where your next steps are because not everyone's ready to have a plan. Not everyone's a good fit for a plan. Like it's okay. And if you are a good fit for a plan, I'll also tell you, it's all good. Like, I think some people are probably concerned. Like, I know I'm concerned. Like when people say, hey, book a call, I'm always afraid it's going to be some sort of pushy sales call. People are going to use like mind tricks to try to do me stuff, to try to make me do stuff. It's not going to be like that. Like, I really love to help people who are in the right position to get the most out of a plan and the right time. And if they're not, I'll help. And if you're not, I'll help you find the next steps that make sense for you. So as I said, not everyone has to hire an advisor, but if you've been really thinking about it, wondering about it and say, hey, maybe it's time that I got all these questions answered, but not just rules of thumb or hearsay, but actually applying them to my exact situation. I've helped answer these questions for a lot of physicians over the last few years. So thank you for joining. I don't want it to be a terrible time to be alive if someone, if you're prone to overthinking and I don't want it to be a terrible time to be alive. If you're prone to second guessing, what I want you to do is to find a clear path forward for yourself and your family and your practice to feel confident that you're making the right decisions with your finances and your corporation. Thanks so much for joining me. See you on the next one.